Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Were you excited to get started? I was. I guess I hit the on button there without uh, meaning to. People may not realize this, but there's a couple of buttons right in front well, of us. Well, the one says on, the other says off, and I... Uh, and the one says cough. And I guess I was just jiggling around there and uh, accidentally hit the on button. It's horrible. Sorry about that. Then if the one at the top... a little bit of the news, it'll be on uh, com. <laughs> With us, call it, we'll chime in. Yeah. But the top button says talk back, so I you're supposed was, to push uh, that one when I you want to I hope I was saying back. something important when I... Accidentally hit the on button. I'm sure it was very insightful, whatever you were sharing. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. It's the uh, first time I've seen you since the uh, the it calendar is. turned to 2022. That is. And um, so how about this? Didn't, Alex was just reporting in the news here on this lady. that Before uh, he was so rudely interrupted. Yeah. yeah. Before he was rudely interrupted yeah. about this lady out in uh, Silicon Valley yeah. that his uh, – you know, she was found guilty on four charges. She's a shyster. Yeah. She was a blood testing baron. This gal was 37 years old. Made a lot of money. $9 billion none her company it, was valued None of it's going to help her now, though. She's going to the pokey. No, I don't know that she made the money. I don't even know that they ever produced any product. Right. I mean, that's They the had thing. this concept that they would be able to test your blood and tell you all these things that were... Uh, yeah. To be, and it was all a hoax, it or was. it was all fraud. Yeah, it was a, it was fraud, and uh, she was a shyster, and she finally got caught. She took a lot of money from a lot of smart people, and you know, I mean, people will believe that the next technological, you know, gizmo is going to be the next it. Um, she convinced a lot of people to invest in her activities that had no substance behind it, and she got caught. So She's what do you do if you because at thirty seven years old, it's more than likely your parents are still involved in your life. Yeah, you know that they can be. Able, so just imagine the the pride these parents must have had as she's going. She out was there. climbing up the ladder, and then all of a sudden she's the hottest tech firm in yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Our thirty-five-year-old daughter's business is worth nine billion dollars. Oh my gosh! What? We're so proud of her. And the you words know? of the great John Madden. What's that? Boom! <laughs> <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> boom! She, she was going over here with nine billion dollars. Now she's over there going to jail. Oh, let's nine take a look cents. at that. She's going to be locked away for about twenty years, probably. But she'll still be fifty-seven when she gets out, and I can tell her from experience. That uh, life is still worth living at fifty-seven. So uh, yeah, well, I, do you think that she, uh, she get twenty minutes, twenty years uh, a charge, or that's it total twenty years? Well, I mean, she'll probably get out for something or other at some point Good and behavior. live in a halfway house. And yeah, uh, but there is life after prison for the white collar criminal out there, and uh, not that I, you know, have experience. Yeah, uh, thank but, God, me neither. Yeah, I do know people who've gone to jail. I do too. I, I ran on a ticket with one uh, back in 1992. Judy? No, the Attorney General of Missouri. Uh, Bill Webster. Bill Webster. He had been to. He went to jail. He went to jail. Uh, I know he went to jail. Yeah, yeah. He went to jail. Went to a halfway house. Got out. And um, is he still here in Missouri. He is. He's in Kansas City. I think he lives in Kansas. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's a senior-level executive with Barrett Grain Company, which is one of the oldest commodity trading firms in the country there in Kansas City. And um, he's done quite well for himself. He's a brilliant guy, Bill Webster. I, I knew him 
when he was attorney general. His father was a state senator, and we were we were joined at the hip in 1992 on the Republican ticket, uh, statewide ticket that year. And uh, he ultimately was convicted of converting state resources for campaign assets, printing flyers on his that's what he pledged. office computer. Right. Well, I think that's what he yeah probably pled. I can't. I mean, that's gosh, that's a long time ago. And then using one of the state employees to babysit his kids. I mean, that's what he pled to. Yeah, but what weren't they trying to get him on the second, second injury, injury fund? fund? Yeah, yeah. And, which you know was a quote pay to play kind of scheme. Right. And you know what it was was the attorney general got to assign private lawyers to defend the state in these uh, um, workers' comp cases. Sure. And, you know, and the lawyers were, you know, it, it probably looked pretty shady, but it probably had been going on for many years before Bill Webster ever got there. Sure. Um, but, yeah, and and really a, a good guy. Not so, I don't think, with our friend here in the Silicon Valley. I think that was a straight up. No, you know, I think fraud. she was just fake. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I was reading the story about her. So they got her on wire fraud. And, yeah. Uh, How does somebody get into that? So, I mean, you think about it. So, I'm just going to make something up, and I'm going to go out, and I'm going to I'm going to win the confidence. Well, it's Bernie Madoff, right? Uh, you're going to go out and win the confidence of people, and they're going to invest. And I guess there's a certain well, personal reward to that feeling. Well, so there must have been some like aspirational facts behind it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, she had an idea. Yeah. And we're the idea this, hadn't been proven yeah, yet. Yeah, we're going to get this done. But we're going to get this done. So yeah. it says here that she claimed these devices that she had could diagnose a wide range of conditions from just a single drop of blood. Yeah. Completely overhauling the practice that typically takes many vials of blood and much more time. I got one for you. Have you had your blonde drone? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I got one for you. Yeah. So, you know, there's these series of lines on your palm. Uh-huh. And if you if you know what you're doing with these things, uh, you can mm -hmm. tell you know how long you're going to live, yeah, you know, how many kids you're going to have, mm -hmm. and what you what you're going to die from. Mm -hmm. And if uh, if only we had enough skilled practitioners to interpret these things, yeah. I mean, you know, you think I could raise nine billion dollars for that? Well, what would you if were you going to have people like the the machine that you're going to sell would be able to read it the and scanner. tell you exactly? It's a scanner, and it's just, yeah. boom, it's right there. And then um, it might be worth trying. Yeah, it might be worth trying. I'm looking at mine right now, and it uh, doesn't look good. I'll throw ten bucks into the company. Yeah, doesn't look good. Um, I'll even potentially of, buy you lunch. I got a lot of forks in the road, shall we say, uh, but, going on here. But look at this. I mean, she got some really important people. Jim Mattis right. invested with her. Wow. Uh, Rupert Murdoch had been invested in this man. thing. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like you and I are pretty good talkers. But I don't think I could get Rupert Murdoch to fund our podcast. Do I you? I you think we could? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Hey, Roop. Hancock here. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard Hancock and Kelly on Camelot? <laughs> you haven't. Well, no. let me tell you, people are coming from inches around, Rupert. <laughs> it's big. It's big. And 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 if only we had the capital, Rupert. Right. This thing could go war not nationwide. Yeah. Worldwide. Uh -huh. They'd be listening in Bangladesh to this show, Rupert, because they nobody, can relate to a couple of nobody's guys. Nobody's doing what we're doing. Right. And if only we had the capital assets. If only we had the promotional, if we had Rupert Murdoch behind us, mm -hmm. then everything would change. See, but nobody's going to buy a blood scam ever again. Maybe we ought to do it around earwax. I'm telling you, man, it's the like, lines on we, the palm. We have like a Q-tip that you can 
putting your ear, and the next thing you'll by know the way, is... By the way, what? is the Q-tip not one of the greatest inventions in the history of totally. Western civilization? I mean, you got this You know thing. you're not supposed to use it in it's, your ear? It's got, it's, of course you are. Well, though, you're not supposed to. They you, says I mean, in the you got your cotton ball out there, but nobody sticks a cotton ball no, in here. No, you, no, no. You wind that puppy tight around a stick. Uh-huh. And you poke that in your ear, and you come out with all and the you yellow come out, stuff. But you got to be cautious. You, you got to be careful because if you poke your time pity, too hard, yeah. then you can't, you know, hear what, what you just said. Well, that's not all bad, Kelly. Necessarily. <laughs> uh, we got we got a guest coming up. We do. In fact, you know what tomorrow is? Of course, you do. Day of Missouri, Missouri, Missouri Day. Day tomorrow. What? Why is it Missouri Day? It, because it is. And and our next <laughs> guest has written more books about Missouri history and Missouri people and Missouri events than anybody I have ever met. He is a Missourian by birth, but he's, uh, his residence now is in Orlando, Florida. You know him. You love him. You used to watch him right here on Fox 2 in St. Louis. John Brown joins us after the break right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go to the Hancock and Kelly Celebrity guest line now, where we're joined by our own John Brown. One of the great Americans, by the way, <laughs> one of the great Americans I've ever had the privilege to know and work with. Well, how about that? Thank you. How are you, Brown? I appreciate that. So for those I of you who may not remember, John used to sit between us on the television show. He was a real handsome guy between the two ogre-looking dudes. Yeah. I was the one who showered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John, why is tomorrow Missouri Day? That's the best question I've had all day. <laughs> why is it? Because, quite frankly, um, so I started getting calls about this several days ago. And people all across the state saying, hey, are you doing anything for National Missouri Day? And I'm like, National Missouri Day? What are you talking about? So it's one of those that has apparently made it into, you know, these lists of national days. Yeah. And so I had to do some research on this thing because I said there's nothing. There's nothing. I've, I've written 10 Missouri history books. There's nothing I have run across that would tell me January 4th, 2022 is National Missouri Day. But it is. But it is. And so I started looking this up. And to me, I still don't know how they came up with it. Because, I mean, you go all the way back to 1915. Missouri Day was proclaimed by the National or Missouri, the Missouri General Assembly. Yeah. That's supposed to be the third Wednesday in October. The birth of Missouri is in, you know, the summer. Right. Um, and now National Missouri Day and so I don't know where they came up with this thing, how much of the Internet stuff is true. But quite frankly, if we want to celebrate Missouri, you guys know I have a passion for the state. I'll celebrate it any day. A, a passion yeah. for the state. He's written 10 books about the state of Missouri. Missouri Legends, great book. I think that's the most recent, yes? Uh, Missouri Legends, Volume 2. Yep, that's the most recent. Uh, Missouri 365, that uh, covers almost every day in the year. 
Uh, yep, everyone. Year. And a mm-hmm. uh, hundred things to do in Missouri before you die: the Missouri Almanac, yep. Missouri Trivia Quiz, the timeline yep. of Missouri. You've written yep. extensively about this great state that you love yep. and you're from. Yep. Yeah, and and that's what I always tell people. I don't know why it is that I have always had just such a passion, and I know part of it is because I lived in all these different places. You guys know my backstory. 20 different places in Missouri all before I graduated college. Went to a number of different colleges. I lived all over the state. And to me, I was always just fascinated by the people and the events. And I, and I still, it drives me crazy. If anything comes out of all the books that I write, I want people in Missouri to overcome this inferiority complex that comes along with being from the 24th state in the middle of the country to where we don't think we're a big deal. Because as much as I've been talking about over the past few days, you start getting excited again about all the things that have happened, all the amazing people from here. And there's no reason why our state shouldn't be celebrated in a greater way. And I don't know whether people on the national scale are ashamed to say they're from Missouri, but time and again, the amazing things that have happened in our country started right here in Missouri. It is. It is really a special state. So well, I, you, you know got what? That, I, uh, you got that guy that invented electricity. Uh, Walt Disney World was from here. Yeah, Walt Disney wanted to. Walt Disney invented electricity. Here. Kind of. I think he did. Um, but that's one of the things. You know, when I was texting with uh, you guys this weekend, it was so funny because I started getting these calls about Missouri Day, and so I'm always aware. You know, I'm always looking around. For example, I was in Columbia, Missouri, uh, a couple of months ago, and I'm sitting at an intersection near the Columbia Mall. And in this one small intersection, I can see an O'Reilly Automotive Parts store, I see a J.C. Penney store, and I see a Walmart. And so a Missouri historical junkie like me says, this is like the best Missouri intersection of all time. Because all three of the businesses that you can see right here are famous Missourians. The O'Reilly family from Springfield, J.C. Penney from Hamilton, and then, you know, Walton, uh, Sam Walton from there in Columbia, Missouri. And so I'm always attuned to these things. So I'm watching the football game here in Florida this weekend. And here comes a commercial, and it's Nellie's song in the background. I'm like, oh, there's a Missourian. The next one was a Gatorade commercial, and it was Jason Tatum from the Celtics, also from St. Louis. I'm like, well, there's another one. Then the next one, I think, was, um, I can't remember what it was. It was oh, and then there was a Walt Disney commercial to round it out. And I think it may have been a Walmart. So the entire commercial set, in my mind, was entirely based off Missouri. And so I think if people start looking around and seeing how many things are like that, you do get a good appreciation of how great our state is. So, John, you you know so much about Missouri. I have a specific question about the New no, Madrid no. fault line. Okay. So we all know the hoax or whatever happened there with Ivan Browning. Yeah. 1990, but, uh, December 3rd. That's right. Yeah. How many times has the fault line actually gone off? Like, well, uh, do we have any... Real records? I, okay. It would take somebody uh, – I don't – and see, I don't know as much about the faults there in particular, but just before I left St. Louis, there was some movement. Right. So it yeah. happens occasionally, it okay. which is good. I mean, you know, my background's kind of in sciences, and that was what they always said. If it releases slowly, it releases some of that pressure so you don't get the big one. And the so big one was in 1811. If when it made serves. the Mississippi run backwards. Yeah, yeah. and that's the yeah. big claim. The Mississippi went backwards. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I don't think it was very long it went backwards. Probably just enough to, to shock it and people surfing up towards uh, <laughs> you know the Great River Road. But, uh, but just for a minute. <laughs> so um, where can I find these books, John? And are you still signing them? I am. Yeah, MissouriLegends.com is my site, and you can, uh, you can find all my writings on there. And, you know, it's funny because when days like this happen, you know, tons of hits – on the website today, which shows me 
the people are still genuinely interested in our history and our news because I still keep a you know nice list of the things that have happened and the oddities there too. So well, they're great to books. me. It's nice. I mean, yeah, well, thank you. They're Appreciate well, it. they're well written. The the, the illustrations, the photographs. Uh, I mean, they're very attractive books. They're great for a coffee table. Uh, they are the kind of books that can ignite conversations when you have uh, people over. Uh, the the trivia book in particular is one that uh, is, <laughs> is near and dear to my heart uh, because you can you can pick that puppy up and you know have a if the power yeah. if the power goes out at home you've got it you've got a whole evening of enjoyment right there and, and you know John and uh, and Michael one of the reasons I think that this this always resonates with me is because the greatest joy I get and I've said this time and again the greatest joy I get is going out into these schools. And telling people, oh, you want to be an astronaut? Well, guess what? There's 25 astronauts from Missouri. They went to UMR. They went to WashU, and now they're down at Kennedy Space Center. You want to be an inventor? Here's the invention. You want to start a business? Here it is. And I say that because I didn't know what was possible growing up in a small town down by Lake of the Ozarks. And so had people told me what maybe I could have done, you know, my mom, you look at things differently. I didn't know I could be a news anchor. No one ever told me that. And so that's why I think this stuff is so valuable, to let younger people know, just because you're from a small town, out in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, you can still do it. People have done it before. So here's your roadmap. Go do it yourself. So you've done reporting. You've done a ton of news anchoring. You've, you've done a ton of morning show hosting, which is its own mm-hmm. separate beast. And I think that's yeah. what you're doing now in Orlando. No, I'm doing evenings. Oh, I'm doing getting evenings ready to go now. on. Yep, doing the evenings. Oh, down okay, there. I got you. So what's it? So you've been in St. Louis. This is your second stint in Orlando, right? And you've had a couple of long stints in St. Louis. What's the mm-hmm. difference between those markets? And I know this is going to drive you guys nuts because it's something that we had talked about on our show so many times is collaboration. And it kind of hit me this weekend when I'm I'm doing the New Year's Eve celebrations here. I'm watching what's going on. And I'm seeing two networks broadcasting from Nashville. Yeah. And you and I had talked, so you guys, we'd all talked on the show so many times. What's Nashville doing right? Why are they leaving us behind economically and these other issues in the Midwest? And here you have all the eyes of the world on Nashville mm. because they've been able to collaborate. Well, I, I transitioned that to a story I did down here. So I'm doing a lot of economic impact reporting and businesses and the things that are growing here. So I sent an email to the mayor's office once I got down here. Hey, here's what I'm doing. I sent a message, an email to the Orange County mayor's office, different group, uh, same message. Then to, you know, visit Orlando, all these different groups. I get one call back from the mayor's office, and it's a woman who I had known previously. She says, John, we all got your email. You only have to send one. We all work together. Wow. And after all the fights and everything we talked about in St. Louis, where the city and the county can't even get along, much less the Metro East and then St. Charles County and St. Louis County, down here, from, from what I'm seeing in other cities like in Nashville, they found ways to work together. And when everybody is working for the common good, you can see how quickly things can happen. And I say that because I know it's been going on for years in St. Louis, but at some point maybe a light will go off and say, we have to work together or this is not going to work. Because other people are passing us. It does work, and it can work quickly. Look at Nashville. Look at Indianapolis. Yeah. Now they're getting national attention while St. Louis is not right now. Yeah, I mean, that's an inarguable point, and it's a good one. And uh, John Brown, he is the author of 10 books about Missouri history. You can go to MissouriLegends.com and find out those books. I would highly 
recommend procuring at least a few of them. And, uh, you know, John, Michael and I, we, we miss you, brother, but we're happy for your success, success down there in Florida. And uh, don't be a stranger. Well, I'm ready to play some golf. You guys come down for spring training, and I'm just a couple hours away. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll count show us them in. how it's done, fellas. Count us in. <laughs> I would love that. We'll play two again against one on pool against Hancock, two and clobber them. Don't beat us, but we'll uh, – I will. But, uh, I mean, I don't we'll, we can cheat. I know that one. So. <laughs> That's John Brown, former anchor at Fox 2 here in St. Louis. Now he's the anchor down in Orlando, Florida, and author of many books about Missouri, MissouriLegends.com. John, have yourself a great evening. And by the way, your previous conversation, Rupert calls us all the time to see what I want to do, too. So, <laughs> I'm sure he yeah, does. That's the way it works. <laughs> I'm getting right on that one. <laughs> all right, fellas. All right, see you, Johnny. So when we come back, uh, we all saw the meltdown uh, by Antonio Brown during the football game yesterday with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, one of his former teammates and a fellow who also played right here for the St. Louis Rams, Darcy Johnson, uh, with some insights. He lived and worked and played with Antonio Brown. He also won a Super Bowl with the New York Giants, uh, and he played a season here with the St. Louis Rams. He's going to join us after this on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. One, two. two for two. It's Hancock and Kelly on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Hancock, Kelly, late night. Hey, welcome to back to Hancock and Kelly on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. All of us saw, if we're football fans anyway, uh, the meltdown that Antonio Brown had on the sidelines during the third quarter of the football game yesterday playing uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He took off his uniform shirt and his undershirt, threw it into the crowd, uh, made some gestures to the crowd, and walked his way into the dugout where he was... uh, Promptly he's, ended his relationship with that football. Yeah, he's program. clearly not well, right? And, and like, perhaps the NFL. Uh, but, you know, the, the NFL experience is something that um, the vast majority of us cannot relate to in the least. But not so for our next guest. He is Darcy Johnson. He was a tight end in the NFL, played for the New York Jets, won a Super Bowl with the New York Jets, spent a year here in St. Louis playing for the and now transferred St. Louis Rams, a standout athlete at the University of Central Florida, set a number of records in high school, uh, tremendous athlete, lives in Florida today, retired from the NFL. Darcy Johnson, welcome to KMOX in St. Louis. Hey, thank you guys for having me. And I got to tell you, this is New York Giants. It's the New York Giants. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> the New York, what did I say? You said the green team, man. You said the Jets, man. That's oh, a no-no. No, that is a no-no. Well, the Jets is, <laughs> Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969, so I got that one wrong. Uh, I didn't play with Joe Namath, I'll <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> but you did play with Eli Manning, caught your first touchdown pass from Eli oh, Manning. Yeah. Caught a, yep, caught a couple of TDs from Eli. Man, it was a lifelong dream, and like you said earlier, it's definitely a experience. It's not a career. Well, and it's there's there can't be. I mean, you think about you know growing up as as you did and and going to college, having a storied high school and college career. You were a walk on, undrafted, uh, came on with the Giants and had some injury problems throughout your career, Darcy. Uh, but you made it, and you performed, you succeeded, and you won a Super Bowl. Uh, that's got to be a remarkable experience. Yeah, it was a, a great experience in the NFL. You know, unfortunately, I got a ton of injuries. Um, you definitely have to sacrifice, you know, being a, a modern-day gladiator out there 
you know, hitting grown men. So, but, uh, you know, it was definitely a, a good time and, you know, something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. So you never actually played with Antonio Brown. Um, no, I never, I never played with him. Um, Antonio is a little bit younger than me. Right. Uh, but uh, I never played with him. I played against him. I think one year we played in Pittsburgh, we played against him. So, obviously, there's something going on here. Um, you just look at the history, and, I, you know, I'm not certainly – I'm a talk show host, you know, so what do I know about mental health? Uh, yeah. But he's dealing with some stuff. And yeah. um, is there a lot of that in the NFL? Well, right now we're just dealing with a lot of speculation right now. You know, my, you know, I, I have a, you know, I, I spoke tonight on another station, another news station. And, you know, from then to now, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, but he's on court side at the Brooklyn Nets game tonight. So everybody's saying Antonio Brown has a problem, but Antonio Brown, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's, uh, and you think about, cause the talent there, and and you were a very talented tight end, and your career was derailed by injury. His career was derailed by him, uh, in 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 many respects. And you know, yeah. you, you just you look at that, and you know, this guy was perhaps one of the most talented wideouts that many have ever seen, right? Well, yeah, he was a talented wideout, and just like I say, we still getting information. Uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, he had an injury himself, and he didn't feel like he can play, and he kind of um, went at it with the coach. And uh, But I, I don't think he handled the situation uh, the right way, but, you know, we're just still trying to get information. The one thing about football that's different from any other sport, you know, you think about baseball, you got you got 25 guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Hockey, you got 20 guys. Basketball, you got 12 guys. In football – you got 45 guys dressed and, and another many on the taxi squad. It is a large team. And how how is the just working within that many diverse personalities, how challenging is that to develop a team chemistry to succeed? Well, you know, just the X's and O's, man. Uh, in football, you know, like you say, you got 11 people on the field at any time, you know, with offense, defense, and special teams. And you need all 11 to be on the same page for for you to be successful. So that's why, you know, you know, team sports, professional sports, you know, football is one of those of those sports that you have to have chemistry that's on the field and off of the field. So, um, you know, going back, you know, about Antonio, I think, you know, at the end of the day, the most disrespectful thing he did was he left his teammates out there on the field, no matter what he was going through with the, you know, with his coaching, the coaching staffs or his injury. But, you know, if you're hurt, stay hurt and, and stay on the sideline and support your teammates. Yeah, you were in a, in a very successful high school program, a successful collegiate program. You played on a Super Bowl champion. Uh, and, and you know, the players make the plays. The players are on the field. How important is the coaching staff and specifically the head coach of a football team in, in terms of the overall success of the organization? Is it is it overstated to say they matter a lot? Well, yeah, they matter a lot because they're the ones that keep us organized. You know what I mean? That's like you going into a, 
a supermarket and going in there and having to find everything in the supermarket and ring yourself out, you know, when you get ready to check out, you know, it just, you need someone in there to, you know, set you up and uh, get you on the same play page and keep you together, you know, uh, more mentally than physically. So um, they definitely play a big mental part of, uh, of getting us ready each and every week. So uh, coaches are awesome. You know, we need them. Darcy Johnson is our guest, former NFL tight end. He played. He was on the Super Bowl champion New York Giants, and he also played here for the St. Louis Rams in 2010. Uh, I wonder, Darcy, you, uh, you were undrafted, and yeah. you, you walked on with the Giants, and mm-hmm. you signed a contract with the Giants. What was it like to get that first check as a professional football player? That had to be a unique experience in your life. Yeah. I mean, coming from nothing and, you know, uh, finally having a job after you working your tail off for like 15 years to get there uh, was definitely a a rewarding feeling. And, uh, you know, um, coming, coming into money like that, um, you know, we, we get a lot of money, but it's in a short period of time. And, you know, you know, uh, you got to know how to, you know, manage your money. You got to know how to budget, you know? So it was definitely a, a great, great experience, but going from zero to anything in your account is difficult, more difficult than most things. What do you do? What are you doing now? Um, now I'm, I'm retired. I'm done, man. Um, just sitting around retired and, you know, just trying to keep my health up and, you know, doing the best I can with that. And, you know, just going through, uh, all these ailments and concussions and, yeah. You know different things like that, man. So really, just trying to yeah. Your body, your body got your body got beat up a lot, man. I was reading about oh. the injuries. Oh man, it's you know you should see my medical file. Yeah, well you <laughs> should. You, read, but. you should see my medical file, but I never played football. <laughs> but that, that's a whole other story, but Darcy. I'm, but, but but I'm thirty. I'm thirty eight years old, man. You don't supposed to feel like that at thirty eight. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's a gladiator sport. It is indeed. I thank you so much for your time. Uh, what a great contribution you've made to the program tonight, Darcy Johnson, the Super Bowl winning tight end for the New York Giants. He played for the St. Louis Rams. Thanks so much for joining us, sir. Oh, thanks for having me. God bless St. Louis. God bless you, and Happy New Year. When we return, Michael Kelly's got cold water after this on KMOX. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On KMOX. You know, it's not really that late. I mean, it's 8, 849 here at Voice of St. Louis. It's not that late. Well, it'd be late if I was at home. Well, yeah, you go to bed at nine o'clock. Yeah, nine. I like to. I like to stay up until midnight, one o'clock. Do you really? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got. What do you, you watch? Know, the late night shows and stuff. Well, you got. There's a lot of cultural activity that goes on. Uh, you got the the ballet that you can see there, and uh, all kinds of stuff. I didn't know the ballet was on television. Well, see there, that that's why you shouldn't go to bed so early. So listen to this. Uh, you always give me trouble. You live out in God's country, God's right? country. Chesterfield, your subdivision. You, you got to unplug your gutters. Yeah. You got to take the trash out to the edge of the... the yes. The, you've got to rake the leaves. The leaves and the gumballs. You've got to throw down the salt when the snow comes. You know, and shovel the driveway. Shovel yes. the driveway. Go to the mailbox every day. Pull uh, the mail get, out. get the tuck pointing done. Very important on the uh, chimney. So I live in a building. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of that trouble. Huh. 
Listen to what happened here. What happened to you? So we get an email this morning yeah. after I had left. This is at 1.05 p.m. 1.05 p.m. today. Dear Michael residents of this email. Dear residents of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Please see the latest updates and reminders below. Exterior window washing. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> has started, and the Good. exterior windows should be finished up by the end of the week. That's awesome. Please be advised that one of the hot water tanks what? for the building has gone out. Ooh. And will need to be replaced. Well, that's not good. We have placed a rush order yeah. for a new one, yeah. and it should be in next week. Next week. And this is you're getting this on Monday morning. Hello. And they're talking about next week. So hold on a second. And it's also nine degrees out. Yeah, yeah. So today, I during the middle of the day, yeah. I went for exercise. I'm trying to stay. Oh, yes. It's the New Year's uh, resolution. Yeah, I'm trying to stay outside, too. It's the new you, Kelly. Because I'm trying to avoid the COVID. No red meat. Oh, come no on. No carbs. Exactly. He's, he's exactly. cutting out a lot of bad things. He's exercising it. and getting a sweat. He's working a yeah. sweat up. So I'm out. Walking, I'm in Forest Park. Yeah, I'm sweating. I'm bundled up because it's it's, it's brutal cold, cold out. Yes. But so you still sweat because you're wearing all these clothes. Walking, you know, you're exercising. You're burning calories. So I don't see this notice no, no. that oh, comes out. Oh. So I get home. You get in the peel shower. my clothes off. Not okay, too much information. I hit the shower button. Yes. I hop in there. Yes. Like boy, it is taking a long time for, for the, the water, water to, to heat, go, up. Or, or heat up today. It's, yeah. It wasn't like frigid. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I realized, well, the temperature's just kind of holding here. Because you got no one of these. Now, fancy. for those of you that are just yeah. joining us and are keeping score at home, yeah. Michael Kelly's got one of these state-of-the-art showers. Where totally. You, you start it it'll up steam. from your iPad. Oh, it'll steam. And it, you, you tell it, I want this shower to be 97.4 degrees, and it Or does. 108. Or 108. It and will it do does. it. It just does And it, it just whoosh, you're coming out. Well, you, you got the Yeah, you push pump. a button you when you get in the shower. shower heads up well, this there. is registering at 80, 80 degrees. And I think, well, it's taking a long time for it it's to not heat heating up. up. That's because. So I, I'm like, what is going on? Well, it's Check clearly not worried. Well, so I go take my shower. Now I'm frigid. I get no, out. I'm, I'm shivering. Than, nothing worse and than I, that. And I, you know, so it's a, So then I read the latest email. Yeah. Which this, by the way, this is the most thankfulest job in America is to be the head of a condominium association. When the, when the hot water goes or, out, <laughs> or or like your neighborhood association, yeah. those are thankless jobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, update. Update. All. Okay. Oh, I continue to get multiple emails and calls from everyone about people are freezing what their ass they off can do there. about the hot water. It's unbelievable. Unfortunately, there's not much we can do. We have close to, you know, so many units that are operating off of one heater. And this is more than a dozen. Uh, it, it'd it's be, more than it, two dozen. It'd be about five. Five, <laughs> five dozen. dozen. I mean, these are full-on <laughs> boilers we have, right? Um, oh, after speaking with the company. elevator in the morning. Uh so here's some things that she recommends that you oh, try. Now, okay. this is the lady is that important. you pay a substantial fee to. A little advice. Once a month. Hundreds There's of dollars a month. Never too pleased to talk to you yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. little There's, advice. Um, What's the advice, Michael? Uh, most everyone will likely take a shower between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. That's because they have a life. Go ahead. Maybe take one earlier than that. Oh, yeah, get up at 3 a.m. Take or a shower. Or one before you go to bed. Yeah, just be dirty all day and take a dirty shower before you go to bed. Also, try to limit the use of your washer and yeah. dryer at yeah, this time. Yeah, who needs to wash your darn clothes? I mean, you know, you can't take a shower. Why do you need to go out anywhere with your clean clothes? We would also suggest that you not wash your dishes. Yeah, no. Dirty dish. I mean, get paper plates for the love of Pete. It's only the environment. Had we not had a rushed order, it would have taken 15 weeks. What? So this will be rectified a in a week. A rushed order. Yeah. Next week. So you're going to be, it's Monday. 
Yeah, so let's, it's let's, gonna let's be. Let's call it midweek of next week. Let's take a look. I'm at leaving this. town midweek of so next week. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Yeah, that is followed most often by Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, Monday, and some point after that. Yes, you're gonna Tuesday have Tuesday or hot Wednesday. Water. We'll have hot water. And and, and 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 oh, do you have room out at the the? Oh, buddy, I got, I got hot. I got hot water. <laughs> so so a buddy of mine. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is years ago. He was flying. He had business in China. He had uh-huh. one of his key at a company, and they had manufactured in China. So he, came, it was New Year's Eve, and they had just flown back to town. Right. He got home, and they were going to a New Year's Eve party, and his water was out at his house. Uh-huh. So he calls me, and he says, uh, hey, John, this is a little unusual, but Luann and I are going to a party tonight, and we have no... Can, can, <laughs> can we, we come, come over and take, take a, a shower? shower? <laughs> And I said, well, sure, Paul. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what Paul didn't know is that my shower in the master bedroom had a hole in the tile. Uh-huh. And I managed to fix it with um, <clears throat> plastic wrap and duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's so... <laughs> I said, please excuse the shower. It's just a little something I had to rig together last week. Well, it had been there for like five months. Right. And uh, so they, uh, Paul and Luann both took a shower in our shower with the duct tape and the plastic wrap. So you, and it's it, so you're un- welcome yeah, to my house. Yeah, but it's so uncomfortable to use somebody else's stuff, right? Yeah. So now you're in their shower. They have their shampoo hung out the mm-hmm. way they want it. They've got their little wash. i got a new shower, buddy. I understand. I got a brand, you would. It's, but, it's hardly been used this shower. But now, when I go to your house, I got to walk into the bathroom with everything. Yeah, the clothes I'm taking off. Yeah, that's and what the I do. Clothes I'm going to put on. That's what I do. Really? Yes. Now I do. You don't go back into your bedroom. No, and pick because out I've what got you're this, gonna... this 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 huh. amazing new bathroom that I have. That yeah, Lord knows what it's. And gonna... I also, after I get out of a shower, I don't like to immediately get dressed. I want a towel. Yeah. And I want to dry. I want to brush my teeth. Oh, wanna, yeah, you got to do all. I want to do all that stuff. I want to be completely dry before I start putting on clothes. Yeah. When you're at somebody else's house, you can't go outside of the bathroom, so there you are stuck uh, in the buddy, bathroom. You're welcome and now to you're walk around, the and, you know. Well, I, come on. You'd, you'd, you'd be yeah. the only naked man ever in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We're well, taking you the rest of the night, and baby. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Uh, well, gosh, we, uh, we've we covered a lot of water this I, evening. i got to tell you what I'm up to. I've been wearing a mask all night. I gotta, oh, I, gotta I can't wait to hear about that. It's Michael Kelly and John Hancock on The Voice of St. Louis. Matt Pajeski is along for the ride, too. Thank you, Matt. We'll see you just around the corner after the news. I won't interrupt it this hour on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX.